Hello, welcome to Tay2Z, where we chat about every Taylor Swift song in alphabetical order. I'm Devin. And I'm Gab, and we will be your hosts on this journey. In our last episode, we talked about Tell Me Why from Fearless, Taylor's version. Mm-hmm. And today we are discussing the song Now That We Don't Talk from 1989, Taylor's version from the vault. Woot! And thank goodness we waited an extra week, because oh, yeah. guess who played it on the Eras Tour spoiler? I had a feeling that was going to happen if we yeah. waited. So, lucky us. No, We Don't Talk is the 19th track on 1989 Taylor's version. 1989 was originally released on October 27, 2014, and Taylor's version was released exactly nine years later wow. on October 27, 2023. Wow. This song was co-written by Jack Antonoff. Our guy. Our guy. It peaked at number two on the Billboard Hot 100. Heck yeah. That's cool. Yeah. And Taylor just played it for the first time at the Alliance Park in Sao Paulo, Brazil, on the Eras Tour, November 24th, 2023. So, 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 so good. Yeah. So good. Yeah, thank goodness we waited, because it would have come out the episode the week before. Like, we would have just released the episode, <laughs> and then she would have just played yeah. it, like, two days later. Yep. Yep. Classic. So, Devin, uh-huh. what do you think about Now That We Don't Talk? Oh, what a bop. What a bop. I mean, I, like, the first listen, again, for these vault tracks on 1989, I was just kind of like, huh. And then every <laughs> listen thereafter was like, yes. Mm. The first time through, I don't know, maybe it was because it was like one o'clock in the morning and I was like half asleep, Mm. but I was like, I don't know about all of these. And then now, like, they're just so good. Just like, is it over now? There is so much incredible stuff going on in the production. Mm -hmm. Just like, so freaking good. It really fits into the 1989 world just super, super well. Yeah. But then it also has those elements of of Midnight's because just that's kind of where she is right now. Yeah. The intro is phenomenal with the bass line there. Like the... Mm. Like the... It's interesting. Like, and I listened to this intro like 50 times and <laughs> I can't tell the time signature. It's like super wonky. Like I tried counting it in four. I tried counting it in three. I tried counting it in like... 10 8 i tried mm. counting it in like five like i was trying to figure out the beginning here but it just feels like it clips in at a spot that isn't even interesting and then when as soon as she starts singing though it drops into the four four time signature so it's yeah. very easy to count once she starts singing but i think that maybe like in pro tools or something like jack antonoff like just clipped it like a little too soon or a little too late for it to start exactly on the one because it like doesn't it doesn't equal like four when you when you count it so it's like i'm counting like the one two three four and it doesn't hit up evenly and same with like trying to count it in a bunch of other time signatures so that's my only thought that could have happened and then because when she starts singing like it is in four four and it's like regular pop and and you can easily feel the downbeat. I was like really, really, really confused. Could it I, intentionally not have a time signature? At the beginning there, maybe. Maybe. But I'd like to hear if anyone else has a thought there as to why that is and like why 
because the rest of the song is just like super like pop and even. I love the driving bass of this song again. Like again, perfect singing in the car kind of song. Mm -hmm. These last three tracks of the vaults, like this one, Suburban Legends and, um, and Is It Over Now are just like so good all three in a row just like the dopamine hit over and over and over and over again her vocals here definitely give midnight's vibes it's that like smoky um lavender haze kind of vocal and i love though when she pops up in that first time of the now that we don't talk that first that first one is just so so good and i feel like the real song doesn't hit until her second verse starts when that groove kicks in Mm. And you get like this really low bass synth that's just like, and as we've talked about before, like Jack loves those (laughs) and the, the drum kit kicks in and you get, you just get the groove. And once that hits, you're just like, okay, this song is, is going. That melody of the, I called my mom. She said that it was for the best is so good. So good. And then we get this like really cool midsection. Where after that, then, now that we don't talk, like where she kind of like is up in this more like airy vocal yeah. and the bass drops out and it feels a lot lighter. Yeah. It, it's I really interesting. Bridge, I think so. Yeah. I think so. But the, the form of this song again is like kind of weird too. It's short. Yeah. But then you have like that bridge too of the acid rock, which is a completely different part too. Yeah, but the song kind of ends there. So but then it finishes. Really so it's like an yeah. outro. It, it It's a very interesting yeah. form. It's really different. And I read that this is her shortest song mm-hmm. as well, mm-hmm. which I don't know if I just spoiled that for Gossip Gab. But so the form is really weird. Like the time signatures get really wonky at the beginning. It's like really interesting to listen to. And you just want to hear it again. And it's funny because it just ends on the now that we don't talk. And it's just over. Yeah. And I feel like that's the point. The relationship's over. Like, yeah. we aren't going to be able to talk anymore. I I can't think about this anymore. Yeah. Like, Once she even I has the lyrics, it just ended. Yeah. 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 So I, I love that. That lighter feel part is really, really cool. Um, I just think that the song is too short. Mm-hmm. But it's okay because it's it just goes right into Suburban Legends. And it feels like these three songs, all three of them are like a story in itself. And mm-hmm. in fact, I think they're in the same key. Oh, too. interesting. At least now that we've been talking Suburban Legends, like it feels like it just picks right back up. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and I listen to these three songs, and is it over now, on repeat. Yeah, like all the time. All the time. Yeah, all the yeah, time. Yeah, yeah. Like just so, so, so good. And also because I feel like they're all about the same person. Yeah, I'm still figuring out Suburban Legends. I've got like, what, four weeks, five weeks to figure it out. Yeah. So. Uh-oh. Gotta hurry that up. Uh-oh. <laughs> so, uh, like, ultimately, I think that this song is really, really, really good. I think that it clocks in right under Is It Over Now for me in, term of vault, in terms of vault track mm. ranking. It's still fantastic. Gab, what do you think of Now That We Don't Talk? Now That We Don't Talk was my favorite 1989 vault song on first listen oh the second i heard this song i immediately put it on repeat Mm. like immediately it's just so fun and catchy and it makes you want to listen again the production is just clear and tight it's a certified bop Ooh, certified i think the song really builds fantastically from that like first verse into that second like in the first it kind of feels really like intimate like taylor's kind of sharing a secret with us and then she continues to like 
share with us, but the song like builds and builds and you can't help but start to like dance and yeah. like get into it. Yeah. And then you get to that chorus where Taylor's singing that like in her upper register mm-hmm. part. And that just works so well, that part. Like it's you're just like really great. bopping to it, yeah. you know? And then I really like her echoing herself. I think mm-hmm. that works so, so well. And then that final verse bridge-ish outro part where she's just like shredding him and his interests. <laughs> it's very like, I bet you think about me for the 1989 uh-huh, era. Uh-huh. It's just so good. Just being like, okay, what are your interests? Let me like, let me dish on those, yeah. you know? And then the song just ends the way she's like the relationship just ended yeah and then you're just like okay repeat please please, please. i love like i just really i really love the song repeat. i think it's really fun i agree i think my one critique of the song is it yeah it is too short <laughs> like a really good pop song is yes like a tight song that you like do want to listen to again but like not that feels like wait that's it yeah. you know and i so i think that this like it does leave you wanting more but like you do want more right if that makes sense for sure yeah do you relate to the song? Yeah, like, when you stop talking to somebody who you've been talking to, like, every day for a very long time yeah. is the weirdest, yeah. like, craziest thing ever. I mean, it's wild. Like, my first, like, you know, big relationship was nine months, and when we broke up, like, not talking to them, like, I hated it. Yeah. It was so unnatural because you share your day with them. Mm-hmm. You talk about all of your, fun, like, the fun things together. Towards the end, you're probably fighting a lot. There's a lot there that they take up the space in your day and everything. And then just like that's all gone. And it's like, whoa, okay, who do I tell this stupid joke to? Who Mm. do I send like this dumb AIM message to? Um, And it it is. It's weird. And like you talk to your friends and you talk to your parents and everything and they're just like, you know, it's for the best. Like they they didn't deserve you. Mm-hmm. You can do better, you know, like you and and definitely don't talk to them because <laughs> like, d- you know, cold turkey, cut it off, stop it. Mm-hmm. You know, like okay, well, I guess I guess I have to stop talking. Okay, well, but I want to talk. Mm-hmm. But like we now we don't talk, so like we can't talk. But like I want, do you want to talk? <laughs> yeah, but that only makes it It harder. makes it so hard. Yeah. Yeah, super totally relatable. Totally relatable, yeah. yeah. Gab, do you relate? Yeah, I mean, definitely the weirdest thing about a breakup is, like, going from being someone's, like, closest confidant and, like, knowing everything about them to, like, basically becoming a stranger that you don't talk to. It's like, really, overnight. really weird experience. Yeah. Um, like, definitely relate to that. I think the big difference from, like, Taylor is that, like, in our lives, you see, like, their life updates on, like, social media where you could, like, maybe, mm. like, you know, mute or block them or just kind of mute your friends or something like that instead of, like, you know, in the news or in magazines or at award shows, you know? Like, right. like with Taylor, like... In a certain sense, some of that you can't necessarily block out because her exes are very high profile. Mm-hmm. So there's a different level in that the way where you don't talk to that person, but you hear about them. And, like, her friends are seeing this person at a party. This person's parting crowds like the Red Sea. They're very high profile. So you're hearing about mm-hmm. it. They're being photographed wherever they go. It's, it is a different experience for sure. But it can definitely be very strange to see how someone grows and changes 
when you once knew them well, and then you don't talk to them at all. Yeah. You know, especially in this case with Taylor, you know, it seems like the song is written maybe with a little distance. Now that we don't talk, she's talking about how this person has grew their hair long, that kind of thing. She's seeing you're trying new lives on. So, like, it can feel weird to know it's for the best to not have that person in your life, but, like, still feel, feel like it costs something to cut mm. off that communication with the person. Mm-hmm. It's a very interesting thing. Like, you understand this is for the best, yeah. but still, like, you lost something in that process. Absolutely. So it's, like, it's actually very relatable when you really like, yeah. listen to it. And and I think what also is interesting, too, and I think that probably some of our listeners will relate to this as, as well, it's not just romantic relationships. It can be friendships, friendships as well. For you sure. Know? Yeah. 100%. Yeah. Yeah. Very relatable song. Super. Especially in this day and age, too, of, like, Instagram relationships where mm. sometimes, you know, you're only in touch with people, like, maybe people you went to school with mm-hmm. and stuff only via Instagram. Mm-hmm. So you see how they've grown up and changed and you're like, how did I knew that yeah. person? They're so different now. Or they've yeah. grown up. Oh, that's so nice. They've grown up. Wow. Haven't seen them that's since. That's so real. You know, I was their, like, camp counselor or something, you know? Like, it's just, like, people grow up and change and it's it's very interesting. That's so real. Yeah. Yeah, people that you went to, like, college with, that you haven't kept in touch with, except on Instagram. Yeah. And you say they're, like, married now and kids. And it's like, oh, yeah. wow. Okay. Yeah, that's the craziest thing, too. Like, kid, like people who, like, you know, because I was, like, always involved in, like, theater departments and things like that, I was always, you know, knew a lot of underclassmen and things like that. And so many of these underclassmen that I was maybe, like, a mentor of of or something so many have had children mm-hmm. and it's so fascinating being like oh my god so-and-so had a baby like wow, wow. you know like thinking like i knew them when they were like 14 yeah. oh my god they're not 14 anymore they have a kid that's yeah. amazing you know life yeah it's it's very fascinating and it's like it's really interesting obviously it's a little spoiler about gossip gab but obviously for our listeners who've been here a while like you know the song we believe is about harry you think about these high profile um many photo very often photographed moments of taylor and harry running into each other recently at the grammys right mm-hmm. or at like different award shows now that they're adults and it's been what almost 10 years since they dated mm-hmm. more than 10 years since they dated that's a long time they've grown so much in their careers in their artistry and as people they're yeah. adults they were so young when they dated right and like like both of their like frontal cortexes weren't even like fully formed when they dated, right? Get out of here. It's true. I don't actually know when women's finished forming, but I've heard it's before that men's. Men's are twenty six. Yeah, but I don't know when women's finished forming, but I've got to assume it's around twenty five or something. Yeah, <laughs> guys, I'm not a scientist, so <laughs> fact check me, please. But anyway, you think about that, and you see them talking and chatting, and you think about where like both of their careers have gone, and you probably can't even imagine that like. They would have known where their careers are going. And so it's so interesting thinking of someone that you once knew and wondering, like, if they saw the other's career going there and what they must think. It's fascinating. Yeah. It's really, really quite interesting. It's weird. Yeah, it is, it is weird to think about. Like, you, th- can, you think it's weird, like, seeing, like, your old friends or people you knew or exes, and then you think, like, if, like, Harry Styles was your ex. Yeah. Like, it's crazy to think about. Yeah. Well, now we get to the segment of... Gossip. About releasing the song from the vault, Taylor said, 
Now That We Don't Talk is one of my favorite songs that was left behind at the time. It was so hard to leave it behind, but I think we wrote it towards the end of the process and we couldn't get the production right at the time. Mm. But we had tons of time to get the production right this time and figure out what we wanted the song to sound like. It's the shortest song I ever had, but it packs a punch. I think it really goes in for the short amount of time we have. I think it really makes its point. For sure. Given the timing of the original album release, and that a lot of 1989 is about Harry Styles, it's pretty likely that this song is also about him. Mm. Some lyrics that point to this are, You part the crowd like the Red Sea. Only someone as famous and as magnetic as Harry Styles could part a crowd so dramatically. Very few people are on that same level, Taylor also being one of them. Yeah, I don't think any of her others would be able to part the Red Sea like in that, that same way. Yeah, even Tom Hiddleston. No, I yeah. can't imagine. Pretty much. I think it's just Harry. Harry. Anyone of the others with her would part the yeah. Red Sea, but not yeah. on their own. No, no, no. no. Mm. Maybe John Mayer at the height of his career? Not now. <laughs> Maybe? No, I think I think it's Harry. You grew your hair long. Harry did indeed continue to grow his hair long after he and Taylor broke up, so the longest it has yet been. Oh, wow. You got new icons. Most fans see this lyric as new tattoos. Mm. According to the fan Tumblr, Bulletproof Larry Backup, which documents all of Harry and Louis' tattoos and the general time when they got them. Very, very detailed. That's incredibly niche. Wow. Very detailed Tumblr. Shout out to this person. Wow. After he and Taylor broke up in January 2013, Harry got the following tattoos in the six months after. A handshake, a butterfly, three nails, an A, a G, and a cross. Wow. Yes. <laughs> the lyrics, I don't have to pretend I like acid rock or that I'd like to be on a mega yacht. Though I can't confirm Harry Styles' preference for either of these things, <laughs> the internet seems to think these lyrics point towards him, and a Google search definitely shows him on more yachts than I've ever been on. Yeah, that's, that's probably very fair. That's fair. <laughs> also, since I wasn't clear on the topic, acid rock is a loosely defined type of rock music that evolved out of the mid-1960s garage punk movement and helped launch the psychedelic subculture. The style is generally defined by heavy distorted guitars, lyrics with drug references, and long improvised jams. Much of the style of music overlaps with 1960s punk, early heavy metal, and early heavy blues-based hard rock. Hmm. Some examples of bands that have songs that fall into the genre are Cream, The Grateful Dead, Jefferson Airplane, The Jimi Hendrix Experience, and Iron Butterfly. Huh. I'm sure there's many more yeah. acid rock bands, but those are some. Huh. So it's like not really its own genre. There's a lot of people that fall into that genre. Hmm. It's a subgenre. Interesting. Yes. As Taylor and Devin mentioned, Now That We Don't Talk is the shortest song Taylor has ever released. It's four seconds shorter than It's Nice to Have a Friend. Oh, wow. Mm -hmm. Fascinating stuff, Gossip Cab. Devin, Mm. what's your favorite line in Now That We Don't Talk? I love, truth is I can't pretend it's platonic, it's just ended. Mm. Oh, so good, because even, like... It's so, like, with relate to as well, it's so hard to make it platonic, you know, towards the end, too. Like, that nine-month relationship that I had, like, we broke up because, uh, you know, I went to college, mm-hmm. and 
distance and all of that stuff. But like when I went home for like holidays and stuff, like there was still like that spark and there was still that thing. So it was like, okay, what happens here? (laughs) You know, it's like, we can't really, is it platonic? What, what's happening? Yeah. We need to like cut it like done. No, but it it can get really, really messy if you let it. And if it, it, you know, if you're both on that same kind of wavelength, like if it ended not where you're both yelling at each other and one's super pissed and whatever. And like, you're actually just kind of like friends. It can get messy again very easily. So that's very interesting. And then, and and she just can't pretend it's platonic. It's just ended. It's over. It's done. Yeah. Get out of here. Yeah. No, I was never able to really be friends with an ex. Like I can be cordial and like not have ill will, but to be like friends where you confide in that person. I don't know if that's possible. Yeah. You know, that's hard. Yeah, for sure. Like, maybe someone where it wasn't actually someone, like, you were in love with, but then that's not really an ex. Right. You know? Right. Yeah. That's hard. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Gab, what's your favorite line? I miss the old ways. You didn't have to change, but I guess I don't have a say now that we don't talk. <sighs> it's That's really good. I Oof. think it's, like, it's just only human nature to, like, have an opinion or have a say about someone you once cared about mm-hmm. and maybe how they're changing or something they do, but then you're like... Okay, we don't talk. You're not my person. I don't have a say. Yep. And that it's just, it's so interesting, especially like if that person's maybe still in your sphere or your realm or you have mutual friends and you see they're changing, but you're like, I don't have a say. Yep. It's, it's very interesting. Yeah. Like, you know about Harry and like the ways he changed and grew up and like there was a lot of different stuff over the years and it's just interesting knowing that like maybe taylor had an opinion on some of it <laughs> yeah for sure didn't have to maybe change. some of his music maybe some of his dating uh choices yeah maybe some of his drug use yeah 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 Very maybe leaving one direction i don't know yeah i like that lyric a lot i think that real that is a very very relatable Super. realistic lyric yeah also just the idea too because sometimes you don't even really know what the truth is. You're looking in, mm. in missile ways. You didn't have to change. But I guess I don't know what I'm saying. You don't even really know if that person's changing looking in from the mm-hmm. outside. You don't actually know They could that. be the exact same person. Yeah. You have yeah. no idea. You're just looking at a picture, an image, or a hearsay. You mm-hmm. don't actually know if they're changing. you don't talk. Yeah. So that's also an interesting take on it. Oof. Yeah. It's a great song. It's great. Okay, Devin, mm-hmm. from one to ten new icons, what do you give now that we don't talk? Okay, so I believe that I gave Is It Over Now nine. Yes. So I believe I'm going to give Now That We Don't Talk eight. Okay. It slots in right underneath. I think it's great. It definitely is not as much of a boppy bop for me mm. as Is It Over Now. Mm. And then we'll find out about Suburban Legends in a little bit. Um, it's great though. I, I, this song has really been growing on me with every listen again. Like I, I like it more and more and more. And I listened to it on my (laughs) my really good headphones (laughs) today and heard all of these like really cool synths that, you know, you don't really get to hear when you're just listening to it on the car speakers or on your iPhone or whatever. Yeah. Um, there's a lot in this production again. And I think that it's another testament to Jack's production and audio production skills that he's always able to put these different sounds together that like are so cohesive mm-hmm. and that even if you can't really hear them when like you're really listening for them it all sounds good and it's all together and it's really cool and interesting and 
sometimes you hear it and you're like, whoa, that was an interesting sound. Mm. And then the next time you listen to the song, maybe you don't hear that same thing. Yeah. It's really... That's true. It's really cool. Or it's like fades into the background. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's interesting. Yeah. So I'll give it an eight. Mm. Gab, from one to ten, new icons, what do you give now that we don't talk? Ooh, this one's hard. Okay, I think I'm also going to give it eight new icons. Okay. Because I also really love this song, but I think it's, I don't think it's quite a nine. Yeah. Because I think that it is, like, just a touch too short. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It, and it's not like, oh, nine, you know? Yeah. So I think it's an eight. I feel like it is, like, an 8.5, but, like, we don't do a point five, so... I'm going to give it eight new That's icons. That's exactly what I thought. Really? <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. We're very much on the same page about these oh vault songs. Oh, these vault tracks. Look at us. Wow. wow. Okay. Listen along with us. You can check us on Instagram at Z Podcast and give us all your thoughts. What is your favorite acid rock song? Oh. Did you know what that was before this song? Oh. <laughs> How many new icons would you give this song? Yes. Uh, do you relate to Now That We Don't Talk? Mm. We want to hear it all. And remember, you can find exclusive bonus content on our Patreon at patreon.com slash Podcast. Yes, and thank you to our patrons. You are the absolute best. Thank you, thank you, yes. thank you. Well, next episode, whoa, we're going to be covering That's When, yes. featuring Keith Urban from Fearless Taylor's version from The Vault. One of my faves. Such a good one. So good. Sadly not played live yet. Oh my god. Like, so exciting. Come hang with us. <laughs> I'm Devin. And I'm Gab. This has been Tay to Z. Thanks for listening. See you next time.